my fellow podcasters, what a week it has been. We had an incredible week on this podcast. We landed on number one in Christianity. I was shocked, utterly shocked. Not only that, we landed on number one in all religion um, in the whole podcast world. So that's because of you. That's because of each of you that wrote a review or gave us some stars. I guess it really matters. I listen to a lot of podcasts and they'll say things like that and, you know, leave me a review or, you know, make sure you leave a comment. And I, to be honest, I feel like I had some conviction because I've never done that. I didn't even, honestly, I don't even know how to do that. But um, secondly, I did not realize how important it was to to get that up there and um, and for that to to, to cause your podcast to be seen. So, you know, that is, it's just amazing. And, you know, it's not amazing because our podcasts aren't going to go to heaven with us. So it's not that amazing. But what's amazing is that the more, um, you know, reviews and stars and all that good stuff, it, it gives you a better platform. And the platform is Jesus. Uh, so it really does give us a platform. And all the other religions on po- that are being preached in the podcast world we get to preach Jesus. So I think that's just exciting. And that makes me want to get up in the morning. Um, so I love that. So thank you. Thank you. And don't, you can still do that. You can still write reviews and send us some stars and that's going to continue to keep us, um, going forward. So thank you. We also have had a really, really good week. I went over and spoke at the school of prophets. Um, and that is always one of my favorites because all of these crazy people land in one place for one week to learn about the prophetic, whether it's the office of the prophet or whether it's learning to hear God's voice. It's just a really fun and unique group of people. Um, There's even people like pastors that fly in that want to learn about supporting the prophetic in their church. Um, So it's just really, really great. And I woke up that morning early um, and the Lord said, I want to give you a new message for this group. And I don't really like that. Just to be honest, can we be honest in this um, world of podcasting? I don't like the spontaneity of that because I like to prepare. I like things planned out. Um, I like to kind of have something marinate for a while and that I can share from that. And so I was a little out of my comfort zone, but I felt inspired by the Holy Spirit to do that. And so I got up and began to write and the Lord just gave me this phrase, I want, you, I want you to teach on containing and sustaining the prophetic. Um, and he began to kind of break down how we need to have a passion for the Word of God if we're going to be prophets. And I really related to the fact that I don't trust a prophetic person who doesn't love the Word, the Word of God. And, you know, sometimes we think it's that dusty old Bible that's sitting on a shelf, but actually that's really not true. And in the Greek, the, bio, the the word says that it's God inspired, but that word inspired actually holds the meaning that it carries the very breath of God as if his breath just left his mouth and the ink is still wet on the paper and he is still speaking vibrantly and alive. And so I wanted us to kind of be reminded about the power of the word. So I'm going to share some stuff this week from that message, but I hope that that gets you excited. And then we ended up going to uh, Six Flags on Friday. Somebody, man, 
just throw on your Facebook, does anybody have a coupon for something like that? I'm not kidding. Somebody gave me a coupon and it was 50% off per ticket to get us in the park. I would like to give the Lord a shout out for that <laughs> because, uh, you know, when you're having all these babies, like four babies, they're so cute and you are feeding them and you're like, aren't these so cute and they're so little and then all of a sudden you have to raise them and pay for them and it's it's quite a journey of faith specifically for mom and dad. So that was awesome and spent our time that day hanging out and uh, so it's been a really, really good week and a half. We'll talk more about that, but I'm honored that you're listening. I'm honored wherever you are all over the world. Thank you for tuning in. I, I think about you all the time. I love you, and I really am um, just, I love every message, everything that you send our way. Even if I don't get a chance to respond to you, I read everything that comes our way. So we're going to tune in to Radical Growth Day 3. Um, so wherever you are, carpooling in your cubicle, headed out to the gym, out for a walk. I hope this blesses you, and I'll catch you on the other side. Well, hello. Welcome to Radical Growth, a guidebook to growing a vibrant life. Grab your coffee and your book or your journal and your Bible, and let's get started for a few minutes. You know, this whole week has been about baseline. It's about learning that your life begins small and everything must grow, and that's okay. We also need to learn about how we're made and the tools that God's given us in His Word to help us grow. Today is all about the Holy Spirit. It's all about His interaction in our lives and the gift that He is. Acts 1.18 says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. You know, I want us to understand a little bit about how the Holy Spirit operates. In the Bible, we learn that there are that God is a triune being. There's three parts to God. The Father, who is Father God, He has been, He created all things. He was the one that sent His Son Jesus to the earth, and He is in heaven right now. Uh, Jesus was sent to the earth. He lived on the earth for 33 years. He was fully God and fully man, and now he's sitting at the right hand of the Father, and he's interceding, which means he's praying on our behalf that we would do all that we're called to do and be all that we're called to be. But when Jesus left the earth uh, at 30, after 33 years, he said to the, the disciples that he was leaving in the church of 120 people and the, and the 11 leaders that he had at that point, um, he said to them, don't worry, um, I'm sending, uh, I'm sending my, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit to you. And if you look at the Greek, that Greek word uh, really means identical. I'm sending the identical part of me to you. I'm an identical twin. I kind of get that a little bit. Uh, but he's saying the exact same thing in spirit form is going to be with you. Um, I love that thought, uh, you know, that we have complete um, we have the completeness of God with us. I think that's a beautiful thing. So in your Bibles, in 2 Corinthians 1.22, it says, He anointed us and set His seal of ownership on us and put His Spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. So the Holy Spirit lives in our spirit. You know, we, 
learned yesterday that we uh, have a God-shaped hole inside of us. It's that hand in the glove. It's the only thing that fits in us is the is the Holy Spirit. And our spirit is perfectly shaped for his spirit to come live within us. And once he lives in us, the Bible says that we live and we move and we have our being with him. It's, it's like all of a sudden what didn't work works. Everything that we were looking for is now there. It may start small. We may have a little hope. We may have a little faith. We may have a little bit of peace, but it's going to grow and grow. And we now have the essential ingredients to grow a life in God. So we have what it takes to grow a vibrant life, which is so cool. We also learn that he's given us everything we need and that we are uh, that the spirit that's within us now is going to go on to eternity. So once we invite the Holy Spirit to live within us, we begin our eternal life. Uh, we'll never die. Our bodies will die and we'll get new bodies in heaven. But our our whole, everything we're doing right now, our spiritual life will continue on. So it's not in waste. I I love that thought that whatever we're building relationally with, with the Holy Spirit, with the Father and, and Jesus, uh, there is, there's value in that. It continues to go with us. John 14, 26, Jesus said the Holy Spirit was sent to act on his behalf and in his place. Instead of having to, um, maybe having God walk with us, which I oftentimes find myself daydreaming, what would it have been like to have Jesus with me? You know, what would, I think that was that whole move that happened uh, a while ago, the what would Jesus do? And, you know, it was kind of that concept of if Jesus was sitting next to you, what would he do? Um, and I love the thought of that, but it's really not even grounded in, in the truth that, or it's it's kind of already grounded in the truth that the Holy Spirit's hanging out with us already and he's already walking with us. And so the cool part is we don't have to wonder. Uh, we just have to lean in and listen. So it gives us this clear picture in John 14, 26. And I love how the Amplified Version talks about it. It says, but the Comforter, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. He says, the Counselor, the Helper, the Intercessor, the Advocate, the Strengthener, the Standby. I mean, Oh, when I read all of these, I just, I get overwhelmed with emotion thinking about the spirit, the Holy Spirit, the helper, the intercessor, the advocate. How many of you need to be strengthened today, whatever you're doing? How many of you need someone to advocate for you? How many of you need someone to counsel you? He's, that's what this is saying to us. This is who he is, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf he will teach you all things and he will cause you to recall, will remind you of, bring to remembrance everything I have told you. One of the greatest gifts of the Holy Spirit in my life is that he reminds me of what uh, the, what, what God said to me and what he said over me. And he reminds me of who I am in him. And so the gift of remembrance, I feel like, is something significant uh, that he, he brings to us. So it's an incredible gift and it's constant and it's vibrant. Uh, John 16, 13 says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all truth and he will speak to you. He, he will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you only what is to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that you will receive what he, what he will make known to you. So I just love that thought. 
that the Holy Spirit is the direct line to what Jesus and the Father are thinking, doing, hoping, all the good stuff is coming at you and living on the inside of you. So today, as you meditate, I want you to meditate on Ephesians 5.18. It says this, don't be drunk with wine because it will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, the word to be filled uh, is a command by God. And that scripture doesn't, it, it basically, what I, I, I believe it means is, is don't rely upon, don't rely upon alcohol. Don't rely upon, and you could put anything in that, uh, drugs, TV, um, you know, uh, being uh, reliant upon buying things or going places or being with certain people. You know, ultimately, it's always it's whatever is distracting us from the reality that we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to not be filled with other things or reliant upon or medicated or dependent in such a way that it takes the place of what the Holy Spirit is doing in our lives. But we need to be authentically filled with the life and the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want you to think about that. What's filling my life? What are the things I'm dependent upon that's outside of God? Um, it, just think about that and invite him to show you anything and let, let him show you, you know, don't just do your, your jerk reaction of, oh, well, it's this or, oh, it's that. No, no, no. Invite him to, to reveal to you. Uh, secondly, your daytime dare is to ask the Holy Spirit, um, you know, what, what's been going on in your life uh, that, that's been unwise and have him reveal that to you and show him, um, sh- have him show you like, what's, what's the part of me where I've not been living this out? Um, I really, really want to know that. And I don't want to do this just by my own human effort. Your evening reflection is simple. I want you to reflect on your day. Did you notice anything different uh, that happened when you invited the Holy Spirit to come and take charge of your situations and conversations and circumstances. Uh, celebrate this new partnership um, you created with Him and the feeling of His delight and pleasure that He has over you. So take a moment and think about ways that you can partner with Him. That's day three of Radical Growth. I bless you in your journey, and I'll see you on day four. Well, my friends, it's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening today. If you want to find me other places, I'm at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the new Periscope. You can also go to HavilahCunnington.com to find all my resources and where I'll be speaking next. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time.